Hello, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast that introduces you to coaches, entrepreneurs, and other experts who can help you live life more vibrantly. Today, I met with psychologist and certified wellness coach, Anna. She was amazing. Just so much information and knowledge. I was just fascinated and enthralled. And really, she she just led it and, and I sat and learned. So I know that you're going to be able to do the same. And if you, you know, have any health goals that you've struggled with, if you struggled with, you know, yo-yo dieting, trendy dieting and emotional eating, anything to do with, with finding that, that balance in your life, she is definitely going to help you out today. And if it's something that you'd really, you know, like to learn more about and, and change and come to have, you know, a different mindset about how you eat and how that interacts with, with all areas of your life and health, then she is definitely the coach for you. So check it out. I know you're going to really enjoy it. And even if you don't particularly have maybe physical health type goals, it was interesting to see how the process with the mindset, we talked about that self-talk and understanding your whys for doing things and then being able to have compassion and support yourself. And that's how you build a mindset. That's the mindset right there that's going to help you reach your goals in any situation. So check it out. And if it resonates with you, reach out to her and, and get started on your balanced, healthy life journey today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach, and I have another fantastic guest for you today, a psychologist and certified wellness coach. And I will let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about who she is. Hi, Lisa. Uh, yes. So uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me to your, your podcast. I'm really happy to be here. My name is Anna. I am the founder of Balanced by Anna. It's been seven years since I'm working as a wellness coach and a psychologist, mainly with women, but also some men, but mainly with women. And my job is to help them reach certain health goals by primarily analyzing the big why. So not why as a purpose, but why they haven't reached their goal so far. So I'm focusing on the underlying either psychological issues that have prevented them from reaching the goals up until this point. I think that the women who come to see me, they usually come once they've tried quite a bit of diets or exercise plans. And there, there has been a history of either yo-yo dieting or just trying a bunch of, you know, quick fixes here and there. And then it comes a time where you just don't trust yourself anymore, you know, and you don't want to go through the trial and error cycle all over again. So I usually have them quite as a raw material, but with a history of trying everything inside to reach a goal. And a goal is not always weight loss. It can sometimes be muscle gain. It can be weight gain also. But weight loss is something which is quite common for my clients. Right. Absolutely. That's kind of what we're all geared towards. I know I had, I was actually, like you said, I tried to put on muscle and that's a that's a difficult thing to uh, intentionally put on weight. Yeah, <laughs> Even yeah, with, it is. You know, my frame, it, it doesn't want to build muscle. That's why I needed help and I had to actually work on it. But 
Yeah. Just also had to put on weight. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But so I like that, that you're a wellness coach and that the programmer, the, your business is balanced by Anna because mm-hmm. that then that's your focus is, is wellness and balance, right? Yes. I mean, I really try to educate people about what I consider balance because of course everyone has their own definition, right? But I'm talking about balance in, in the health space, in the wellness space, right? So for me, I'm a mom of two boys. I am not the most balanced every day of my life, but I try, you know, but I try to make some good decisions and I slip here and there, but this is the point where I feel that people enter in this all or nothing mentality. Like I messed up something with a diet Oh, whatever. I'm not going to eat well until the end of the week. I will not work out. You know, I will not sleep well and all this kind of stuff. And I think that this is where I'm trying to teach clients to, you know, first how they talk to themselves in these situations, understand that it's, this is part of their life, you know, the ups and the downs, understanding, you know, why some things happened, why there were slips, and then just, you know, picking yourself up right away the next day and doing what actually feels good for you, not for anyone else, but, you know, for you. So for me, this is the, this is the balance part. I don't go to extremes. So I'm not a coach that will forbid, quote unquote, some of the foods you enjoy or force you to do a workout that you don't want to work out. Because for me, the whole point is that I want you to do this for the long haul, right? I want you to create a lifestyle where, you know, 80, 90% of the time you will be able with zero effort, you know, you will be able to follow your way of eating, movement, stress management, managing your relationships and so on. And then, you know, the 10, 20% are the so-called slip-ups, right? Out of the program. But knowing that, okay, this happened. I know why it happened. I'm just going back to what I know works well for me. There was a party, there was vacation, there was an event, things happened. But I feel that when you are in extremes, so when you are not really balanced and extremes in both sense, like being overly cautious about your diet, it can handicap you just as much as not caring at all, you know, in the sense of, you know, really not paying attention to what you eat and all these kind of things. I fear that, that we have a little bit the diet culture that goes in extremes. On the one hand, it's like, no, this, no, that ever. It's so bad. It's a really punishing culture, you know, like, like you're, you're guilty of, you know, eating or not working out. And it's always kind of pushing you to, to, to burnout, actually. And then on the other hand, we have this pushback that can also be quite unhealthy, if you think about it, that it's uh, now let's eat whatever we want, even though if this is causing some, you know, more serious uh, health issues, actually, in the name of, I don't know what, like food freedom, in the name of canceling diet culture, in the name of something. But I find that these extremes don't really work well and that you have to kind of find yourself somewhere in the middle to be more balanced. So, so that, you know, you eat in a healthy way, but you have your treats, you, you do the, the things that you enjoy doing. For me, that's a balanced thing. And that's what, what the programs are all about, actually, that I, that I do with clients. Absolutely. That applies to so many things in life. When you get right. to either side of, of the, an extreme view or action plan, it's usually not healthy. Yeah, I think that, yeah, for me, I mean, as someone who has tried every diet on the planet for for a decade, 
it doesn't work. I mean, I think that my mindset was for a very long time, this all or nothing mentality. And, and that led to restricting. And when I say restricting, I don't mean necessarily restricting in terms of calories. I was eating enough calories, but I was restricting in terms of what I was really maybe hungry for or craving from time to time, as if it's, as if it was a lie, as if I actually didn't want it. So you know, I would say, okay, no, 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 I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to skip a workout. I'm not going to have this drink, but it catches up. And then there is a moment where it will catch up in a really bad way. And it kind of surprises you. And it's usually when you're, you know, emotionally down or you're stressed out. And then you just start binging on these things as a sort of either compensation, because like, I feel so bad. Let me use this food to lift me up. And it's, it's this mentality where after that kind of episode, the, the feelings that, that emerge are not very healthy because your, let's say at that time, for example, for me, my vision of health was this restrictive person. So this was like, who is she? Why is she doing this? This is not me. I refuse to identify with a person who wants to eat this kind of foods, you know? And right. that's a very, and that's a very, as a psychologist, this is what I'm trying to explain. This is me or like, this is you. If I talk to a client, a person who has different needs based on this week, that week, how much you slept, how stressed you are, or what you know, week of the cycle you are on, and so on and so forth. So I was the person who was restricting because I was really afraid to let go of the control that I had over food or over, you know, like the, what I was, you know, drinking or eating when I went out or something like that. But but it backfired, it doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't work just because unless you are, you know, you have an allergy or something and you cannot eat certain foods, it's not like you, you can force yourself, right? So, so, yeah, I don't encourage this. Of course, in the beginning, when someone is on a health journey and they want to kind of create some healthier habits, yes, we can make some changes and learn different ways how to use or not use food, you know, like for what purpose healthier options, all of this is fine, right? But not being in this mindset where never will I ever eat, you know, this and that. That will only lead to binging and then restricting and then binging and then restricting. And it's just, you know, a cycle that right. goes goes on and on. Yeah. Right. You're calling on this, this sense of willpower because it's something you do want to do and you're trying to hold yourself back and that's going to run out, especially if you're tired, if you have anything else going on. <laughs> yeah, you cannot, you cannot rely on your willpower. Your willpower will, will, you know, keep you company for a week, two, like tops. I mean, in the sense like, oh, you know, like this, this thing that, that I also feel sometimes like I push myself even now that I have to like think back what I'm doing, but you you want to be strong enough to endure whatever you have put yourself, you know, as a task. Like, is it work-related? Is it your, you know, sports? Is it food? But willpower and motivation, like this thing that people say, oh, you need to be motivated. Jude, I'm motivated, but I'm tired. Like, I, you know, like it's, it right. just doesn't work any hand. So I don't believe essentially that this is like, that this is the key. Yes, having willpower to do something, sure, you came to me. So that shows certain level of motivation and willpower. But in order for you to keep up with the program, in order for you to stay with it when I am, you know, gone out of your life, that's discipline. And that's a strategy. That's repeating, you know, uh, certain 
habit or certain way of doing things until it becomes like, you know, brushing your teeth. So this is how I eat or this is how I move. Okay, let me try again. Oh, I slipped. Let me try again. Let me try again. Until you rewire your brain. Okay, this is how I eat now in the morning or whatever, you know? So, but that's, that comes from creating a strategy with someone that, you know, works with you, that will follow you and just doing the, and that's well, that's why it's hard work, doing the hard work of being disciplined, even if you really don't feel like doing it, which will be on day three or four. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, it's like when you train a sport and that's where the difference is, is that you can say, oh, I like working out, but today I actually didn't feel like it. So I didn't do it. Okay. That's motivation. Like I didn't have the motivation to work out today, but imagine if you are in a, on a basketball team, you cannot say that today. I don't feel like it, but I have to show up for my team. And that's why these people don't have an issue with working out or training because there is no, there is no other option. Like you just repeatedly do things until it becomes something that you're familiar with, that you have experienced quite a bit of positive consequences doing these things. And then you kind of have this, oh, I actually enjoy this. And then you don't think about it anymore. I mean, it can be a simple thing like, you know, like just ditching, you know, sodas and drinking water instead. And then you, you reap the benefits and then it becomes second nature. That's like step-by-step process, but it's, it doesn't come from being motivated for sure. I mean, it will be good, but it doesn't. There is, there is a strategy behind it. There is discipline behind it. That's why for me, when I work with clients, I don't want to ever put them in a position where something is so hard that we're changing all at once. You know, like going cold turkey on everything. It's just like changing habit once, you know, and then we change another one and another one. And then you're creating like in a day, three, four, five new things that you're doing. And then it makes sense as a whole, you know? Right. So you don't want it to be this huge, overwhelming, complete overhaul that you're trying to do. And then you also don't want it to be a, a kind of a, a plan or a strategy that's just too restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe in anything too restrictive because I was a dieter. I mean, I know how it is. Like you're always waiting for the next meal and you're always thinking about the food that's not on your meal plan. So, and you can, and you feel like you cannot socialize and you feel like you cannot travel or go on dates or whatever it is. And that you're always kind of this socially awkward person who doesn't eat what other people eat. And, and so all these events that I talked about now, they're not happening daily right? They happen once a week, once a month, you know? So this is where I I truly believe that if all the other days you're doing by the program, let's say, or you're paying attention to what you're doing, nothing will derail you from results. If one evening you went to a restaurant and ate something, you know, off the program, let's say nothing, like truly, you will just create what I called, you know, food peace, food freedom, in the sense that you're not afraid, like, you know, that, okay, you can choose also healthier options. It's, this is not an issue, but you will not be stuck with this uh, feeling that, oh, I haven't eaten exactly what was written. I haven't measured my food. I don't know how many calories I ate. Because tomorrow you will realize that actually nothing drastically happened to your body. Like <laughs> it's a miracle, you know? You will understand that like if you ate well six days in a week and the seventh one you celebrated a birthday and by all means, if you don't want to eat cake, don't. But if you want, have it, you know? But, but that's the, and that's when, when people allow themselves to have a slice of cake, they understand that in the morning, the scale hasn't really moved, you know, five pounds. 
and that and that and that's where that, that's actually a mindset shift because this is when you at least what I always try to get as a as a feedback is that if you allow yourself to eat something that you have been you know depriving yourself for years and years and you realize that nothing really changed then you are changing the mindset that okay so if i eat this there is no change therefore i am still able to choose what and how much i eat i will not overeat because many people really have this fear that once i start i will not be able to stop but that only comes if you deprive yourself constantly if you don't if you know that like i can have it or i you know if i want to then you will not have this fear of trying anything but if you are constantly restricting then yeah then then it might lead to binge like because right you're it's just too hungry you're just too hungry for it <laughs> it's interesting how the those mindsets can kind of both exist and you you would understand this more because you're a psychologist but you know you have that where you you go real hard one day and you do well and you're like this isn't working mm-hmm. but if you have a bad day and you you fall off plan, then you're like, well, I should just give up then because <laughs> like one bad day you think is going to ruin everything, but one yeah. good day is just like, well, nothing happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we are too critical. I mean, on ourselves because you would never say this to a friend, right? right. I mean, if your friend was like, I've been one week on a diet, you would say, oh, you know, good job or great job. Or like, you're doing fine. You know, but we have this feeling of not being good enough that's constantly weighing on us, you know, like, because we always either compare, you know, our diets or our looks or our social media followings or, or whatever we are comparing and you never feel good enough, but you really, because you're looking everything through, you know, filters, not even metaphorically speaking at this point, but like you're looking everything through filters, <laughs> then you're, then you really feel that if you start slipping of a diet that you're really worthless. Like, how come I cannot keep up with this? You know, but there are two things because this happens all the time with with clients. And I always just wait for the moment when they will slip because it's normal because you're a human being because, you know, it's part part of the program for you to learn that this is how you're actually going to live your whole life. You will not be dieting the whole life. But here's the thing, any diet, which is too restrictive, it's not meant for you to succeed at it. So let me try to explain what I mean by that. If you have a super restrictive diet that forces you to eat 1,000, 1,200 calories a day, which is like a recommendation for a toddler. So, okay, so like you start eating and after, you know, seven, 10 days, you see some results, but then it's just not sustainable. You cannot do it anymore, right? So you start eating more because your body actually needs more. You start putting on weight. So there is a very big chance that you will say, oh my God, I cannot believe it. Like, I cannot believe it that like, I either have to be on this diet forever that's one thinking. Second, I failed at the diet. What's wrong with me that I cannot keep up, you know, with this diet in the long term because I like the results. So no one even thinks that like this is maybe just too little, like because you know there is there is a lack of knowledge or just you don't want to even think about it. these kind of diets. They are like a good quick fix that you always can come back to. They're not meant to really work in the long haul. It's not a lifestyle. It's not a way of eating that is sustainable. So. You will lose the weight, then you will start eating normally, then slowly the or fast, depending how much you eat, the weight will come back. And then you're going to say, okay, well, the only solution is for me to go back to this one because it works. 
that you have a proof that it works and you're doing the same thing all over again, truly expecting that this time when I lose weight, I will be a good soldier and I will be able to follow through. I don't know for how long, but you know, it is a definition of insanity, expecting a different result by doing same thing all over again. But these diets, they're put in a way where it doesn't feel like a gimmick because you suffered and you lost weight. So you think like I put the sacrifice for something, it, it must be worth it. It's an interesting mindset game that these type of, you know, diet or quick fixes, you know, detoxes, cleanses, whatever you want to call them, they give result. You don't feel super energetic while you're on this diet. I mean, I have clients who are like, do you know how much I suffered to lose the weight? I deserve, you know, to be at my goal weight because I suffered so much. But, you know, at one point you will, you will just eat more and then your body will be like, oh, there is more food. Let me store it because I don't know when it's going to come the next time. And then you, you cannot blame the diet because the diet worked. You blame yourself. I'm not capable of, you know, uh, keeping up with this. It, it's, you know, it's, it's a billion dollar industry. It works. Uh, they play on your emotions. So it's easy to get caught up. And, and that's when I told you in the beginning is the clients who come and see me, they really tried everything under the sun. So I try to restore their metabolism in general in the beginning and really make them understand what has happened you know, like with, with eating and under eating or over exercising or you, 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 like just putting like puzzles and, you know, pieces of a puzzle together. And it, usually it works. It, it works well because people are tired and they're just tired, literally <laughs> tired of feeling inadequate and never having, you know, more than two, three months of, you know, this uh, scale not moving. And, and that is, what our, our, our minds they go to is, you know, instead of looking at it, like my body is not designed to be starving all mm -hmm. the time. It's somehow I've failed. <laughs> like I'm not good enough to stick to it. Like why it's, your body doesn't it, yeah. want to, that's wouldn't be good for you. <laughs> you can, you can, you can have any type of, you know, let's say eating style you want. You can be paleo or vegan or keto or I, I, plant-based, whatever. In, because something works for one person, it doesn't work for the other one for different reasons. But whatever eating style you have, just making sure that you're fed, you will be fine. I, I mean, if you're eating healthy whole foods and not like processed foods, but you will be fine. So this is not about that one diet is better than the other. It's more what restriction does to you. Because there, there are situations, for example, where clients are losing, they're losing weight, but not as fast as with that diet, you know, that restrictive one. Right. And this is, and but that means, like for me, this is a sign that we are doing this only for the weight loss. That they haven't, that that the message that I wanted to get through was, or we are creating habits for you to keep when I am, you know, as I say, when I'm gone, like, out of your life. For, it, it takes like a couple of weeks. I mean, some, for some faster, for some slower, but it takes for some to understand like, oh, she's not a weight loss coach. Do you know what I mean? Like I, this is not a show where I am starving them and we're going to go fast, fast, fast. It's more like, oh, okay, this is taking some more time, but it takes also less effort. 
and it feels, you know, that it's not so hard and it's simple and I have more energy and I'm not like feeling, you know, off, I'm not moody, I'm not this and that. But there is, there is always this moment like only two pounds, you know, like it, it, that's the, because, you know, right. what they, what they are used to, it's like, boom, in a, in a split second, it's 10 pounds down, you know, so so again, that's also a conversation to have and to explain the process and what's happening and building a good metabolism that will burn more by you being more active, having more energy to work out, rather than building such a slow metabolism where, you know, eating 100 calories more will be immediately stored because your body is just not used to using this. You know, it's used to using some very small amount to function. So. So yeah, it takes time and there is, and that's why I focus quite a bit on the mindset. And I always try to explain that, you know, I'm not, an, I'm not an app. I, I don't like put some numbers and give away a diet and then see you next week. Let's see how much you lost. I want to understand, you know, every week when we meet, you know, what's happening with your family. Are they supportive with your colleagues? Did you have any, you know, issues explaining why you're eating in a different way? You know, because this is, also where our environment, and I don't mean environment like social media or news, but like immediate environment can really help people. Uh, but also in some cases, especially if it's, you know, different generations or, or something like that, it can definitely be an issue and stalling your progress. So for me, I really focus in the beginning of setting the environment kind of for success and their mindset to, to go with it. So, um, because then losing weight at the end of the day is science, you know, unless you have some health issues, there is a science behind it. You know, it's not a miracle thing. We know more or less how it works. And for different people, maybe we have different numbers that we're working with, but in general, the idea is very clear, but they are not living in a bubble. They live around people who buy things, who offer them things, who quote unquote, force them to eat certain things. And, it's very important to learn how to navigate all these relationships while you're trying to change your habits. So it's another aspect that's very important that I focus on communicating with others, setting boundaries, you know, all, all these things that, well, we usually don't think about unless we are put in that position where we feel awkward. And then we say, oh, whatever, I will eat just what everyone is eating. Although you don't really feel like it, you just don't know how to communicate your needs at that moment. But, but it is important to learn them, definitely. That's a really good point. A, a whole nother layer to, to the support that, that you offer. I mean, you have to, to know how to manage the way you're eating, not just when it's you just sitting there eating, but when you're interacting with yeah. the other people in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I mean, definitely in, in with the clients that I work with, I would say that, you know, some of them are probably, I would say, challenged with their metabolism in a way that they're not metabolically flexible anymore. There is some obesity for some of them. They're already in the obese range. And for those, the family or the friends, the colleagues are quite supportive because, you know, it's, it's, there is a matter of health at this point. Like your health is in danger. And everyone is, at least in, in the cases that I work with, they're on board to help or support or, you know, not buy maybe certain foods, just like to, to, be, to be there for them, right? But there are cases where people are not necessarily overweight, but they just want to change certain habits, what they drink, how they move. You know, it's just, they feel off for whatever reason, even though maybe physically they look completely in the normal, normal range. For them, it turns out to be more challenging. 
And I feel that it's it doesn't come from a bad place, but you are in a way poking people's eyes when you're trying to do something, which is maybe what they're attempting or failing or where they see that they could improve, but they don't just have the energy for it. So, so it, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to enter in some fights or whatever, but just <laughs> learning, learning how to manage this, how to explain in a really nice way, offer if they want to join you, maybe on your health kick, whatever it is, it can be done. But, you, but there is a pushback in the beginning. Why you're not drinking again, you know, or why you don't want to have this or that. And putting you in a position where you have to actually defend yourself. This is what I'm trying, like, it, there is no defense. There is like just explaining. I'm not defending myself. It's just an explanation. Because you don't want to feel like you want to defend your way of eating. Otherwise, you will not even believe it yourself that it's the right thing for you. Right. You know, like when you feel like you're a victim and someone is attacking you, but more like, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, if you want to know what I'm doing, I'll explain it to you. Being very confident, knowing what, why you're doing it for, which is exactly when I, when we, when I presented you the program, I was talking about the why. When you have a very strong why, you can stand behind it. You know, you can, you can explain it with conviction because people will say, I want to lose weight. I'm like, why? Mm. They don't know. Sometimes it's all oh, because of, you know, it's summer is coming. There is an event, uh, you know, but no, why? There, there, there must be a deeper thing. Like an event will come and go. What are we going to do? Then you're going to, you know, gain the weight back and then we're going to prepare yourself for another event. You know, that's yo-yo dieting. It's just dieting and dieting and endless dieting. So the why is important because from that simple, you know, question, you can get so much information. You know, is it the family? Is it your husband that wants you to lose weight? Did you receive some negative comments about your look? Yeah, because it's all affecting you. And very often we don't want to think about it because that actually means that you need to think also about the people that you're surrounded with, what kind of relationships you're you know, having. So it's just easier to say, no, 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 I need to lose weight because I gained weight. But the question is why you gained weight? Was it purposeful? Was it emotional? Was it stress eating? Was it boredom eating? Was it... What happened? And now the, 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 the losing it is also important. But, right. but this is where, you know, people shut down and, and, and where my job is to really understand. Because if there was a gain, we need to understand what happened. Maybe it was just a natural reaction. This is where your body wants to be now. You know, like because you are 10 years older and you cannot have the same weight like that you had <laughs> 10 years ago or 15 years ago or pre-kids. I don't know. But but it's, it's important to analyze these elements because it's super easy to say, oh, I just want to lose weight because, because I, they have a magical number in their head, 125 pounds. Mm. Like who put that number where, at what point they did, and they need to figure out at what point this became the norm. You know, I had my goal weight, you know, for many years. And, and then at one point after I had kids, I realized I would have to starve myself to be at this goal weight, like literally, because, you know, it, it was just not sustainable. So then I realized that if, like you, you put it literally on paper, this is what I will have to, you know, miss out on in order to have this weight. And like, I was really not happy with this scenario. <laughs> not only physically, not only physically, like, oh, I cannot, you know, eat this. I was just feeling off mentally. Like, who am I? Who is this person who is for, you know, like, why am I forcing myself? 
So then I just let my body do what it had to do. And, you know, I gained some weight and now it's an effortless thing to keep this weight for the last, whatever X number of years, it can go a bit up, it can go a bit down, but it's around the same range. This is what my body feels good. And this is what I want to understand. So if I would say now I want to lose 20 pounds, I would really have to ask myself, where is this coming from? So that's a very important question, the weight loss. And I think also, especially with women, we carry quite a bit of beliefs and traumas and some, you know, preconceived notions from God knows when, you know, about how we're supposed to look, what is the acceptable range. So I, I try to challenge this a little bit yes, because there absolutely. is quite a bit, I mean, there is a quite a bit of distorted, distorted eating or eating disorders going around and people are sometimes not even aware of them. So I try to challenge a little bit just to see where we are mentally, because, you know, I think that at the end of the day, women are, in my opinion, all kind of brought up that we always have a feeling that we need to fix something. It's like you're never good enough as you are. Like fix your hair, fix the makeup. The, you know now it's the whole face, but fix the body. In this, be more toned, whatever that means. You know, have less muscle, more muscle, tinier waist, bigger bum. Like there is always something to <laughs> fix. You know, because it's never. It feels like it's never good enough. I work with a couple of child psychologists that actually explain to me something which I find quite interesting is that boys are often raised to be strong you know, powerful, strong to provide or whatever. And that's not the same for girls. And for girls, like you're pretty and pretty means you're fixing yourself to be pretty. You don't wake up pretty. You fix your hair, you fix your makeup, you put the dress, you know, like there is this. And then it's, and then when you're a little bit, you know, you're a teenager or then you're working on the body and you're constantly working on the body. Pre-pregnancy, post-pregnancy, you're bouncing back, you are, you know, you're working for an event for the bikini season. You're never in peace right. for a year. You know, there's always something to fix. So uh, that's what, again, that's part of the program to try to, you know, maybe change that mindset a bit. Yeah, I imagine that's a huge reason of why we struggle to to stick to these these diets, because if you don't go any further than I want to look a certain way, you know, that other people like, I feel like it's the way I have to look. Well, of course, you're not, you're not, of course, you're not motivated. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. No, no, no. This is, this is a lost cause. This is a lost. I mean, and the, 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 the older you get, and let's say the wiser you get, and you ask yourself, what was I thinking? <laughs> you know, uh, about, you know, certain body image topic or, or weight loss uh, strategy that you had maybe when you were 22, 3, 4. Unfortunately, yes, some of it comes with age. Yeah, so in, in a way it's better, better, better late than never, but I think that, yeah, but I think it's, 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 it is complicated because we, we do live in a world where there is constantly something new that, that, that is always better or quicker or the, and everyone is searching for the magic pill at the end of the day, they would not come to me if there was a magic pill on the, on the market. But there isn't one. So so they, they, there is a hard work that has to be done, both mentally and actually doing the work. But I don't think it's sustainable unless you understand what am I gaining? Like if I now want to lose a couple of pounds, I will tell you exactly why it is. It's because lately I feel I ate too much sugar. 
Why too much sugar? Because I was tired. Why was I tired? Because I was building my business and I was working really late, which means I slept less. And in the morning, I needed more sugar to pick me up. That's what I want them to learn, the logic. Okay. And so now I kind of don't feel so comfortable with having, you know, five pounds more. So, okay, I will try to minimize the things that I did, right? Like I ate more sugar, drank more wine, whatever it is. I'm just giving an example, but not like, oh, I gained five pounds. I need to lose weight and completely not doing the analysis. You know, for me, the analysis is very important because it will bring you to a conclusion. Okay. So Anna, you need to sleep a bit more. Therefore, let's try to organize your day so you don't have to work until 2 a.m. That's the point. We're not, because if you lose the weight and, you know, you will lose it. But if you continue doing the same thing all over again, like three months in, we're back at square one. You're five pounds again up. So that's the, that's the whole environment that I try to, you know, put together. Like I just gave you an example now. But in any case, you can always find a pattern, triggers, that, you know, you arrive to a certain point. Now let's go back in time. Let's analyze. And now let's try to fix these things because the weight, we will lose the weight. But let's try to fix what happened, the why, you know, why it happened. That's for me, like, key. Because this yo-yo dieting, that it's just something that people are talking about it all the time, cycle dieting, yo-yo dieting. This is exactly it. You gain, you don't try to think about it, you lose but if you didn't think about it, you didn't process it, you're, you, there is a high chance you will repeat the same behavior all over again. You will not meal plan. Therefore, you will, you're going to overeat at night, you know, whatever it is that, that, that's your trigger. So yeah, it's only with, with this um, a bit deeper analysis that you can, you have a shot at changing them things. That was a great example. Like you were tired. So that was making your, your usual your usual plan was working for you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. coming in and being like, okay, let me tweak it and, and, you know, narrow it down some more and take off some calories so that I can get back to where I was. If you're still tired, that's just going to be even, even harder itself. <laughs> so, I mean, that makes perfect sense. That's, it was, it was not about the food. It was about no, no, another, no, a never. complete, another part of your life. It's never about the food. People also, it's very rarely that you have cravings for ice cream. I mean, it's a craving, but it's not a physical craving. It's an emotional, mental craving. Your body doesn't want ice cream as such. I'm using ice cream. It can be anything, cakes, whatever. This is a mental, it's a craving in the moment of, you know, whatever pleasure or something uh, maybe emotional or stress or boredom, but it's not a, it's not a physical craving. Your body doesn't get any nutrients from a cake. So it's not like, oh, I need it. No, no, no. Your mind needs it. Your soul needs it. And that's okay. But it's just like, it's really important to understand if this is something very repetitive every day, then there is a pattern. I don't judge, but I just want to understand the pattern because you are not happy. You feel a bit bloated. You feel a bit sick. You don't have a good digestion. You sleep a little bit worse when you eat these kinds of food. So understanding the the pattern is is key. Absolutely. It's kind of, you know, something that you said very early on and kind of how I work through people in in different mindset issues, but looking at how you're talking to yourself, understanding your whys, and then supporting yourself when you mess up because it happens. Yes. I mean, listen, I I really applaud people, whatever, you know, life coaches or or, um, health coaches. We are not perfect. 
you know, far from it. We just have the tools to pick ourselves up, to understand some patterns, and to not beat ourselves up because we know that this is part of the process. I make mistakes, you know, I don't always can, you know, meal prep or, or just like think about what I will do or eat if we, if we talk about the health food. And I know in advance, oh my God, like I'm probably going to eat something that will not sit well with me. But again, you, you know, you have this a little bit, this conversation and it can happen once in five, six, seven months, whatever. But I don't beat myself up. That's also very important. The mindset that you have when you do, when you're slipping or when you slipped and also the mindset that you have while you are on a journey of changing certain habits or reaching, let's say, a weight loss goal. Because it's great to think about your goal, but you have to enjoy the process. You cannot forget that you're living all these days and weeks because every day that you're eating a certain way, you're learning something about yourself. Like, oh, this food was great. Satiating, no cravings. I felt great. You know, whatever, like, let's say that you have some parameters, what is good for you. Just jumping on the scale or measuring yourself is not enough. Just like... It's not enough to say, I will love my body when I lose 20 pounds. But like, until then, I hate what I see in the mirror. You cannot reach right. a goal and you will never love your body with that weight loss if you don't love it in the journey. There is no way. Absolutely. So again, like this is what, what makes us maybe a little bit different because we've been through this so many times that we understood uh, you know, we, we just understand that slips or however we want to call them bad days, they happen. But I will not say, oh, my God, I'm like, you're worthless. You know, what kind of health coach are you if if this, this, this and this? No, I, I for me, this is exactly how I also want my clients to see me. And, you know, that I do the work, but if I slip just like they will slip, this is how you pick yourself up without any stigma around it, that you're this or that, you're not worth it, or that you will never reach your goals. or Because that mindset will really become the way you behave. You know, like if you keep repeating yourself that you cannot do it, that you will never reach the goal, like you will literally never reach the goal. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you've really shared a lot of amazing information today and we'll have your contact in the show notes but how can people reach out to you and, and you know yeah. if they're interested in learning more if they want to learn more of course facebook instagram balanced by anna with one n website balanced by anna I, I invite them all to to check out the website because i really offer some cool freebies if they join my newsletter and they can also check out services quite a bit of blogs i write on quite diverse topics, I would say. Something is psychology related, something is nutrition. So it's not only food, but different things. And yeah, so website, Instagram, Facebook, they can find me. Amazing. And thank you so much for thank everything you, Lisa, that you for having me today and for your time. Thank you so much for having me. We, we managed to, to have, I think, a really great show. And I hope that your audience kind of picks up some interesting points from what we spoke today. Absolutely. I, I know they will because I know I did. And for those of you who did pick up great points and you want to know more, you want to work on, you know, the mindset issues with having a balanced, healthy life, please reach out. 
check out the information there in the show notes and, and reach out to Anna and get started and just go out there and, and live vibrantly. <laughs> <laughs>